Okay, let's get into it then. <laughs> you are so silly. It's hilarious. I am. I'm feeling very silly today. But um, all right. So let's get a little deep. Um, and then get away from this topic because I would imagine that we are all seeing what's happening every day. Um, there are protests occurring across the world yes also, <laughs> um, all 50 states and 18 countries last i saw that is that really makes my heart yeah with that being said though true racial injustice is still occurring um it's always been occurring. It's just under the microscope now, you know, and I'm so proud of this microscope. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Magnify all this shit. I really shouldn't be afraid to walk out of my house. I really shouldn't be afraid in my house. I really shouldn't be constantly checking to see if my door is locked against police and criminals. And in my mind, police and criminals are starting to join up together. Right. I don't see myself calling the police. And that's insane. But. That's true. The one time I do remember calling um, the police. Celeste actually reminded me of this earlier. It was, remember after my car accident and then um, the company that had told my car, the other insurance. Oh, and they left your car somewhere? Yeah, also that the other insurance was supposed to um, pay pay for it to be removed because my car was totaled, um, and they wouldn't let me tow it away off off the site. They said I had to go to that place for whatever reason, and so they ended up selling my vehicle. <laughs> and when I went there to go get proof, so because my license had been suspended because when it got towed away, when I was in an accident, I wasn't thinking, oh shit, I need to take my plates off the car. <laughs> so 
because I had to turn in the plates, they got rid of my plates, my car, so I wasn't able to turn in the plates. My license was suspended. And when I was there, they were like giving me a hard time. So um, I don't remember who told me to get the advice to call the police so they can just clear the shit up because what the fuck? First of all, the police station was not far from us and you know how long it took for them to come. We were literally there for fucking hours. We were there for hours. When we did see a police come, we went inside and I was like, oh, I gave a call um, to clear the situation up. He was so rude. He lit- literally looked at me like, why are you even talking to me? Me and Celeste were like, what the fuck? And then he was like, I didn't come here for this. And it's like, okay, first of all, I don't give a fuck what you came here for. But your you did job, come here for this. But you did come. Job, that's why I called you. Your job. But you did. Like, if this is your, if, so you mean to tell me, and this is not the same situation, but if there was a robbery right next door, you wouldn't go intervene because that's your job? Point blank and period. If I call the police, you're supposed to come down period. Whatever you came down here for today happens to be your motherfucking job. That's what a civil servant is. You need to remember yourself. You are a civil servant. I, the the thing that I think that, um, and this is not, I don't want to say all police are bad or anything like that, but you get your check because of us. You are paid to enforce, you go to police academy, whatever the hell y'all get the training is, and all that, the little eight, six to eight months that you do to motherfucking learn how to deal with the world. Right. You get that because of us. You can't mistreat me when I pay your fucking check. You can't look at me like I'm less than when you have a mother, a sister, a brother, a whoever the hell who goes through shit and may or may not need some motherfucking enforcement happening. So nothing ended up like I was, it was so disheartening. I'm not going to hold you. I was like, Celeste, let's just leave. Like I just left. Like I was like, we've been here for all these hours when he does come, he's treating us like shit. He's basically like, well, whatever they said. And then the other three men that are behind, because we're the only women there. The other three men, there was like two, two, um, two or three other white men. And then there was an Asian. And they just stood there looking like, I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, let's just go. Because... This don't look good, right? This don't, I don't this want to scary. be in a situation. Yes, this is very scary. I don't want to be in a situation where I'm now the angry black woman that attacked the police officer. How you can call the police for some help and you end up feeling afraid that you may not walk away right now. That is so scary. And I was, I had this thought this morning. It was like, they say that black people are, are social. Okay, this is why. There was a propaganda um, photo that T showed me from like back in the 1960s or something like that. And it was this black man, well, excuse me, 19, early 1920s or something. 
So it was this black man. He was huge, like a big giant. They had him extra dark with the big lips, you know, just huge though. He was a giant. And then there were these white people dangling off his arms. I kid you not. It was like four white people dangling off his arms. And like, he was like swinging them around. That's what it looked like. He was like standing like this, big lips, just, you know, the big, he's a giant. And then they, the white people were like, my little brace, my, my bracelet, hanging off, no, for real, hanging off his arms. He was like swinging them around. And I thought to myself, wow, that's probably, the white man probably sees us as like this strong, incredibly strong giant kind of thing, right? And that's so insane that you would see us that way. That's why you guys don't help us. That's why you guys feel like you can probably stand on our necks for eight minutes and 46 seconds. And, and even though for you and your body, you would be able to breathe. I feel like, you know, we're so, I just feel like we're supposed to be so strong. And I wonder because they do that to us as black women as well. Right. We go to the doctor we don't get help. They'd be like, Oh, you're fine. It's just a migraine. No bitch. It's a brain tumor. Like it's a whole fucking brain tumor. What are you, what is going on here? You're not trying to assist me because I'm supposed to be so strong. Right. But then it's like, I wonder why you make your white women so fragile. I was listening to something recently. I don't remember what it was, um, but obviously I I was, um, you know, I made a post recently on my Instagram about um, black women, black men, excuse me, making sure that they're also in this fight for, yes, yes, we want to dismantle this racist system that we're in but we also need to be in a system of true equality for all because if we're looking at if we're really looking at it like women got it it's like damn i'm black damn i'm also a woman (laughs) it's like damn like you know so it's like a double-edged sword but um i was listening to the article um, or, or whatever i was watching and it was saying how um because I, because my thing is, white people, the the idea of fearing us has come from guilt. They've created that that sense of fake fear because of guilt, because they do not, and at the end, at the core, want to admit the wrongs in which they have done. So it's white guilt, and and the thing they were saying, how, for example, how doctors will will not give um minority women or black women the same amount of care because they feel like they can they can um withstand so much but that's because of slavery when they used to do all those experiments and things on us and so without you know giving us proper care then and so they've created this false sense of like as if they've created this false sense as if my heart doesn't beat the same way as uh, uh, another person's heart would be or my cells can regenerate so quickly or all the they created a false sense of this and at the end of the day if you're going to become in the medical industry you should like you should fucking know better you're literally studying a science how a person's body works. So like, 
I don't, I don't, I just don't understand how those lines could be blurred when you're literally studying a science. And so, and, and if, and if it is blurred through that education, then I'll, that goes to show again, how the education system in which we were in has not done anything for the black community. It's erased more than half of our history, right? It's erased so much of our history that black people or other races don't know our history, don't know the fullness of our history. And so they believe this image in which the, the media and the government is portrayed about us, is portraying. Sorry, I kind of went on a... <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. Um, essentially, I said this to say, rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Rest in peace, Ahmaud Arbery. Rest in peace, Eric Garner. Rest in peace, Tamir Rice. Rest in peace, Trayvon Martin. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Rest in peace to all my ancestors and all my brothers, sisters, friends, cousins who have ever felt afraid to call for help and the help that happened to come around killed you and you were innocent. You did the same thing that a, I have watched too many white people run up on the police, run up on them and look like, hey, yo, what's up? What's up? And for you not to shoot me and for me to be running away and for you to shoot me on my back, I mean, come on. Your thought to yourself was, he should die for running away from me right now? I'm saying this to say Rashad Brooks. He just died July, excuse me, June 12th, which is two days before today, which is June 14th in Atlanta. Granted, he was intoxicated. I didn't know that me being intoxicated was the reason why you should take my life. Right. I didn't know that that's, that's what police did. He was intoxicated, but he was very confused. I'm going to be 100% honest. I have stopped watching videos of them killing people. I cannot. I just cannot. For my mental self, I can't watch anyone else die. With that being said, though, he was running away from this man. I watched, I listened, I read the transcript. Because I can't watch you die doesn't mean I can't read it. So I read the whole transcript. He was running away. He had your taser in his hand. He could have used it on you. He didn't. He was running away. He turned to look to see if you were following him. You never even tried to follow him. You never tried to follow him. You immediately thought to yourself, let me pull out my gun. So running away from you is the reason why I had to die. I, I would like to know that. I would like to know why you so scared. Like, why are you so scared? Because, dude, I was like 10 feet away from you. That's not doing your job. Your job is not to use excessive, excessive force. Your job is not to shoot me in my motherfucking back. Call for backup, ho. You obviously need help. But to shoot me running away, I'm intoxicated. 
We know this from the breathalyzer that I took. As I was confused as fuck taking it, I'm also delirious because I was just sleeping. <laughs> I was just sleeping. So, and then I got woke up by you. And so now for 30 minutes, you're going in on me. I'm intoxicated. Obviously, something's going on with my sleep because. So already we're working with someone who is not in their right mind. We can already tell that. And instead of you choosing to call an ambulance or any other thing, or you decided first to question how much money I had in my wallet, which I don't know why the fuck that got to do with anything. That's not part of this arrest. Even if you were, even if I was getting arrested, I was out of pocket all the way. Is you here for a robbery? Did somebody get some money stolen somewhere around here? That's that shows, but that that's a prime example of how we are always there's always some way to incriminate us. There's always some way to incriminate us, and not to say that he was sitting there doing what he was supposed to be doing. Okay. However, in whatever shape or form he was in, that does not mean that he deserved to die. I don't care if he was robbing the place. That does not mean that he deserved to die because if this man was any other color, he they wouldn't they wouldn't have been this we wouldn't be talking about this right now. Because he wouldn't be dead. So he left behind four kids. I believe three biological, one stepson. Um, prior to it's crazy how one bad move can cause my death by someone else someone who was supposed to protect me what I want to say to that is it's not one bad move to the people that do and I, and I know that's not what you mean but to the people that think it's one bad move or it's just if this person would have if the black person would have just obeyed if they just would have listened that is not true and we need to cut that out because the reality is if we're going to talk about the the foundation of the police system then let's just talk about that shit because they were originally slave patrol so it is ingrained within everything that they do everything that's that's within this country slavery has just turned into free labor and prison which is why the slave the amount of the, the population of black people here are 13 percent however the prison is 70 percent so that is a system that is rigged because they needed to wait a way to make free label free labor available again so they switched it from slavery and having us on plantations to finding any reason to incarcerate us and put us in a system so we could work for free so back to what I was saying, because then that just led me to, to that, um, to that. But anyway, I was saying that it is not one movement or one thing that we do wrong when we are completely competent, when we are at home, Brianna Taylor died at home, minding her business. The one place, that, the one place she should have felt safe. If anywhere else in the world, she didn't feel safe. The one place that she should have felt safe. The one place, the one place she was felt safe at home, minding her business. The police legit, legit came in, no uniform, no knock, 
and you pull up in someone's home shooting, mind you, mind you, they already had not just they had shooting. They did not just shoot. But I'm saying they, they also had the culprit in custody. So what do they you sprayed the household with more than 47 bullets? The household. And not just that house, but the next door neighbor house got hit too. Like y'all, she was in her bed asleep, minding her own motherfucking business. You can't even mind no more business than being asleep. Her boyfriend was there in the house with her. And um he fired back. They're in a state where they can. I I can I can own a gun. I do not know who is shooting at me. Who is shooting at my house? They just killed my girlfriend. He shot back. They just dropped charges. They just dropped attempted murder charges on him for defending himself in a household that he pays bills in and cannot see outside but knows that his household has just been assaulted. It is within your right to defend your home. They just dropped charges on him for defending his home. The dispatch call of him calling to say that his girlfriend had died was absolutely heartbreaking because he did not know what happened. He was still so confused as to why the house, why this happened. The police asked, and this is after they knew that they were the ones, this is fuck after, they knew the whole fucking time that they were the ones that did this. They asked her mother if she had any enemies. Why are we looking for my enemies, ho? You did it. Did, did my enemy use the police task force as their right arm? I'm just trying to get a better understanding here as to why we would be looking for anyone else outside of the officers who decided to assault her home. I just want to understand why you don't think a white man can have someone on his on his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. I want to understand why you don't think a white woman can go into labor without you checking her blood pressure, making sure that the baby is okay, making sure that she has adequate care. I just want to understand why you feel like that white woman who my ancestors' titties fed. Can 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 can't handle. But I can. I just want to get a better understanding as to why. When, you as a medical professional, as an officer, you're you're trained better than them. You are trained better than them, right? Right. Or no, are we training them to kill us? Is that what's happening? Because last I checked, you bleed the same kind of red I bleed. Your blood is supposed to be blue inside too. That's what they say. So why is it okay? Can I sit on your mama's head for 10 minutes, please? Excuse me, eight minutes and 46 seconds. Is that okay? Am I wrong? Am I a savage? Oh, I'm just trying to get a better understanding here. 
you know, a few weeks ago, I went, um, like two weeks ago, I went protesting a week ago. I don't know. I did too, but I, I, I couldn't give it that much. You know, a lot, a lot happened that night. So we went to a peaceful protest and um, it was great. And at the end of the protest, we all got down on the ground for eight minutes. Oh, man. Seconds. I'll tell you, that really broke. Did you cry? Oh, yes. Yeah. Eight, that, it was so long, Esther. Yeah, it's a long ass time. Yeah, it's a long, five minutes is a long ass time. For, for anyone to even think, how is, how is that not with an intent to kill? How is it not? So you say that, and I'm over here looking for it because I just saw this earlier today and I'm so mad I can't find it again. Um, Okay, here it is, I think. Okay, so Jay Farrow posted a, uh, a video Essentially, what it was was some one day he was walking down the street and um, he had on some gray sweatpants and a gray shirt. And um, now this is Jay Farrow, y'all. Um, he's a public figure for like some of y'all who mm, look it up. Either way, <laughs> I don't have time to give people credentials. Regardless. Um, he was walking down the street by himself, nobody with him, regular sweatpants, thirst trap, thirst trap pants, either way, whatever. The, you know, outfit together, set, match, walking down the street, just minding my own motherfucking business. And like eight officers, he has his headphones in, you know, like regular people just walking down the street. Eight officers like pull up to him, guns drawn. Lay on the floor, spread your hands out. I watched the video and I was honestly so scared, but I knew that he lived because he was telling the story. You know what I mean? Or I wouldn't have watched it because, oh my God, I was so scared. Because it was eight officers around him, guns drawn, lay on the floor on the sidewalk, spread out. This whole situation is going on. You can see this from the traffic cam, by the way. And they just like came around and circled him. Some cars, some big trucks, you know, come pulled up like, oh, what are y'all coming here for? They tell him that he looks suspicious. Oh, no, no, excuse me, excuse me. He fits the description. that Because I, I, I keep remembering in my head, it's two ones that they like to hit us with. Either we look suspicious or we fit the description. Either one, whichever one you're choosing to pick today. Today, I just might be in your neighborhood. There wasn't no robberies for a long ass time. So you can't say I fit the description. So you said I look suspicious, even though I live right here, home. But okay, you know, I live right here. I'm just sitting in my motherfucking driveway, minding my own motherfucking business. But I look suspicious. You feel me? Either way, after about, so as they now they're putting handcuffs on him and i don't know when this became i don't know if this is protocol but it seems like every fucking officer team seems to want to put their foot on somebody's motherfucking neck because his reason for telling the story was was no they didn't put their neck their, their foot on my neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds 
but I know what it felt like to have it sat there for two minutes. And it broke my heart to feel, to, to this is after George Floyd, to think that in my head, that I could be that. So he said, this is privilege also, because once again, we're talking about Jay Farrell. So this is where his privilege comes into, because yes, he's a black man, but he's a black man with wealth. And money moves mountains. Money moves mountains because green really, really is the ultimate color. With that being said, he goes, <laughs> that's the privilege. You see the privilege sit on my shoulder? <laughs> you about to lose your job. I love black people, by the way. Black people are so fucking funny <laughs> because we just be saying shit very funny. You're about to lose your fucking job. You need to find out who the fuck you about to arrest right now while you over here telling me that I fit the description of someone who just robbed some house and you don't see no motherfucking nothing on me but these sweatpants, gray shirt, phone, and headphones. So at some point, somebody decides to do their job because I always wonder this too. Why don't they be doing their job and find it out? Like for real, <laughs> who the person is. So, okay. They do their job and find out, oh, shit. I think that is, they said that's Jay Farrow. (laughs) All these officers now are supposed to be on like administrative leave or some shit like that. I don't know. Regardless, what saved him was the fact that he had money. So now all of a sudden he can't rob nothing. <laughs> what? But but y'all just ran up on me eight deep with y'all look like a gang. Y'all look like a robbery. This looks like a robbery. <laughs> but that's but the where the criminals and the thugs. I'm just making the government supplies you with guns that you use to shoot us. But we're the criminals and thugs. You never even ask questions. And when you do ask questions, you walk in here already knowing who the fuck the perpetrator is. And you be dead wrong. Literally. We end up dying. We end up losing our fucking lives. I want to... I just want to take a moment to say, or just take a moment to actually just sit for a minute because I feel like this is a lot of heavy stuff. And I feel like, I wish my, I wish my brothers and sisters and cousins and, you know, fellow, I don't even know what the word is. I just wish that we all had a moment to be able to sit and breathe and not have to worry and not have to be afraid and not have to live in just high tension seems to be something that the the doctors tell you, you know, reduce your tension, (laughs) reduce your stress. It's really hard to do that when every time you just see the police though, your heart speeds up. I don't, I'm not a criminal like by far. I I don't steal. I'm actually scared to steal. Like, I don't steal. 
ain't killed nobody. I ain't shot at nobody. I ain't never even attempted to do it. I, I, I don't know what the list of the bad things are to do, but I ain't done them. I'm just going to be 100% honest here. I haven't done them. But every time, every single time I get near police, I get scared. Yeah. Every time you get in the store where other people have a confrontation, it's like, oh, let me back up. So so I'm not grouped. What the bullshit? I saw this video of this little girl. I'm just going to, after this, I'm going to take this. We're going to take a moment. I saw this video of this little girl and she was like in the park and the police officer just drove by. I think you might've sent this to me on the chat, but whatever. Um, The police officer drove by as a lady officer and the little girl was like shaking. She was crying. Like she just was like, oh my God, they're going to shoot us. That was her her response. Little black girl. Oh my God, they're going to shoot us. She looks like how I feel, but I'm a grown up, so I know how to like, cause that's what I do each time. That breath right there, that's what I do each time. But I know how to do that. She was all of nine years old, petrified by someone who was supposed to enforce. That is actually supposed to be a good presence. To, you're actually supposed to be like, oh, the police is here. Nothing's gonna happen. <laughs> no. The police officer, granted, the police officer came out like a vehicle. She came over to her. And um, I'm glad she didn't try to give her a hug or anything because, oh, my God. <laughs> I thought that's what she was going to do originally, though. I thought <laughs> she came out the vehicle and was like, you know, I just want to tell you. You know, she came out with her easy voice on. Because, <laughs> girl, I'm scared. I just want to tell you that... Um, not all police officers are like that. We're not, you know, we're just here to help. And whatever the fuck she said. I'm going to be honest. I tuned out because you being so close to me, this tree mark log situation that's here is not enough space. I'm so scared. I'm still scared. I hear you. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Cool. Still scared because at the end of the day, what I see on TV on my phone, on my mama phone, what I hear my mama talking about and my daddy talking about, and they scared, they look scared too. My mama looks scared too. My daddy looks scared too. They just grown up so they don't have to cry like I'm crying right now. But they look scared too, and that's traumatic. That tension right there, that builds and builds and builds and builds. It creates disease. Okay, let's talk about it. Just a series of mental illness. It affects your eating, your digestion, your hair growth, your nail growth, your skin health. And there's nothing you can do about being afraid of dying. I am so scared for my son. It's not being afraid of dying. It's a fear of being murdered. By someone who is supposed to protect you. I am so scared for myself all the time. Even if he was on his best fucking behavior and walking around with the Lord's Bible under his armpit. 
I'm just gonna be honest here. I'm scared for every for I'm scared. I'm scared because I I acknowledge that Andrew doesn't have to do nothing to make you afraid. And in itself, that's a scary thought. That's a tension that I carry around and I hold down. And no matter what therapy I go through or whatever, I cannot help the fact that I'm afraid of the future. I'm eating a whole mango, y'all. And um, I'm not about to stop eating it, but we all family here, right? <laughs> so I love you. Yeah, it is so good. And if you got a mango, go ahead and cut you one too. If you it's don't mango, juicy. Cut yourself up some, some sour sop, some peaches, some apples, whatever you got. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> so I got I wanted to um so I made a post recently on my Instagram, um, which is Z underscore A H A R A. Um, but I made a post for self-care tips for black people who are currently overwhelmed with everything going on in the media. So I just wanted to share a few of the self-care tips I put on here. Um, I have feel your feelings, pushing away your feelings is not going to help you process them. And so make sure during this time, although it is overwhelming and a lot, especially because as black people and minorities, we already know what's happening, but now that there's just so much more of a microscope of other people's awareness, I know that can be super heavy. So make sure that you're feeling them, processing them. If you need to cry, cry. If you need to yell, yell, whatever you need to do, um, but feel your feelings. Um, uh, I also have daily mantras. Um, It's not for everybody, but if it's something that you think might help or if you don't know what could help right now maybe you can try it one of the ones that i use often um that kind of helps me is i'm at peace with myself in the world around me and so just that affirmation is just a reminder that you know like you're safe in this moment breathing this moment all those things it just reminds me of where i am right now in this moment um and we always need to come back to peace anyway. Um, also, filter your socials, okay? Everything on social media is not everything that you need to engage in, to see, to read, to in- interact with, period. So make sure that you are monitoring yourself for your peace of mind. I'm not saying completely unplug or anything like that, but if that's going to help, do you. But just make sure that you're not solely just seeing things that are traumatic. Um, you know, so make sure you're filtering those things and connect with your black community, connect with people that I look, it's tiresome going back and forth with people that do not understand. And sometimes we don't have the capacity to, we don't have the capacity. And so that's okay. But in those times, remember, and, or, you know, reach out to people that you can speak to openly about your feelings and how you're feeling right now in this moment that can um, understand and kind of help you process those things. <laughs> this mango is ridiculous. That was a perfect slice though. And then lastly on here, um, I have to make sure you breathe. There are so many different types of breath. So if you're unaware of any of them, at least make sure that you're taking deep breaths and being aware of yourself 
in this present moment. And deep breathing is also known to uh, help kind of calm down your um, nervous system and lower your blood pressure as well as help you focus. And so that's something um, that I wanted to share. That mango is busting right now. <laughs> baby girl. <laughs> hey, yo, baby girl. <laughs> And whoever, whatever, anything, whatever, contributed to this mango right here, I am grateful for it because it's so good. What have so? What have you been doing um, mm -hmm. to take care of yourself besides eating mangoes? Oh, okay, because it's supposed to be like eating mangoes. <laughs> but um, okay, so I have been doing a lot of. Filtering my socials, I've been doing a lot of that. Um, once again, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to, I mean it to the fullest extent of whatever the fuck I mean. I'm tired of watching my, well, I'm tired of watching people die. This shit is not a movie. This shit is not a game. And I don't, I don't have the stomach to stomach it. I can't, I can't stomach it. Self-care. Eat more fruits. It it makes it makes it makes your your body smell better, sweeter and stuff. You have a man, or you like to do things with the other peoples of the world and stuff. Eat some fruit. Also, you'll see that in uh, when you uh, do the do, and it's time to do the do, and you like hit your climax. That you you're sweeter, men and women. This goes for both of you. Don't you want your semen to taste like pineapples? That sounded like a commercial. And and eating fruit, it just it makes you so happy. Yeah, I've been doing my fruit dance as I eat. I be like, fruit dance. But okay, that's self-care. Dance, dance, prov provoke laughter. That is a big self-care thing for me. I like to watch stupid videos. I actually be wa been watching the Magic School Bus. I don't know who's a 90s baby, but I'm a 90s baby. And they got that shit on Netflix. And I've been watching the Magic School Bus. Because it just reminds me of when I was a kid. And the worries of the world just wasn't so much. I think it helps keep me young. You, you know, whatever. With all being said, let me take my hair down. <laughs> Okay, 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 yeah. okay, yeah. I'll hike, I'll hike, I'll hike, but um, another self-care tip that I like to do, and I've been recently doing this, I think it's because I'm about to be 29 and stuff, so like I have all these uh, situations, I like these little kits, this is like a hand repair, so really all it is, I just wanted to give a quick show, it's it's a mask for your hands. Um, I have like masks for my feet. Uh, it's just very spa-like in my house nowadays. I've been doing these little eye, like these under eye patches, and I'm not 100% sure if I need them or not, but it looks really good and spa-like. Self-care tip. Make your house a spa, y'all. Take care of your skin. Take care of your skin. Moisturize. Billing Bell. Uh... <laughs> They have this um, whipped uh, body butter, the whipped skin souffle. 
It smells like pineapples and mangoes or something, and I don't, and melanin. It smells like melanin. And uh, it smells good. <laughs> you know, I got a whole man. Even if you don't have a man, self-care is for self. It's to make yourself feel good, take care of yourself, or prioritize yourself. And one of my last things, and now this is for my witchy sisters and my spiritual sisters and the ones that be like, ooh, I like to pull cards and palmistry and things like that. I'm very into palmistry, um, pulling cards, tarot cards, things like that. I actually have this deck. Um, I got it from Amazon. And I have a like a really cool story to go with it. So I pull my cards. Uh, I really do like a three-hand pull. Um, or three-card pull, excuse me. A three-card pull um, maybe once a month or once every six weeks or so. Because I just kind of like to pull it, see what happens, let it be. So, of course, my friends come over. And really what started happening was my boyfriend actually uh, used to pull, used to do it way, way more. Or he introduced me into it. And so then, you know, when I got my own deck, blah, 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 blah my friends come over and um, they want my boyfriend usually to pull their cards. Um Usually I don't really get involved because I don't really like to pull other people's cards. I just let them do what they want to do, but whatever. But one of my friends asked me to go ahead and um, help her pull her cards. So I I don't pull cards for you. I let you pull your own cards. Um, of course, you can use my deck, my energy, whatever, whatever. But it is your intention, your spirit, your energy, I believe, that really makes a difference. So she puts um, three cards. Um, and I explained it to her, boom, 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 this is what it is, so now take a picture of it, and go into the world, just go, <laughs> take a picture of it, go, and, and when, one day you're going to be looking through your phone, you're going to see this card, and you're, you're going to see this picture, and you're going to remember, oh shit, oh shit, now, that was about I want to say maybe three weeks ago, about three weeks ago, she came over, she pulled um, a three card pull, blah, blah, blah. I told her, picture taken. She left. I seen her one other time in between it, but then I saw her yesterday. So in between it, when I saw her in between it though, we didn't like talk about it. We, we actually went to a club together or whatever. COVID is still very real, y'all. Whatever. <laughs> Wait. Um, we went to the club, blah, blah, blah. Now, yesterday she came over to help out um, with something. And um, I don't know, we were just talking and she goes, you know, my cards came true. And I was like, what? What do you mean? She was like, yeah. Um, and it, it's crazy because I just looked at it yesterday and realized that they all came true. Um, it had said something about um, a a person who had already prior been in her life um coming in and her them actually joining together she ended up moving in with her boyfriend she it had said something about a raise in um a raise money at the time she was unemployed she ended up getting a job with mercedes-benz <laughs> it had said something about the death of a relationship at the time, her boyfriend 
or ex-boyfriend was in jail and like it was just a tumultuous situation she ended up letting that whole thing go so in the span of three weeks after she pulled these cards and it's not to say the cards made something happen this is things that were already about to happen it just kind of let you know hey be ready because this this and that is about to happen take it with stride i love that self-care sometimes it's nice to kind of know um i don't want to predict my death or anything like that but it's kind of nice to know um some old mess is about to happen and i need to ground myself some ground myself further i need to practice and grounding myself and keeping my temper together. Cause you know, it, there's nothing worse than being surprised with some bullshit. But that was such a good story. I love that. I love that. Aw. Right. So now y'all, I'll be like, <laughs> y'all better stop because I already knew. So here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I already knew that my man at that station, baby. Woo. I am magic, honey. The best self-care is being able to say, I want to and doing it. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Yeah. I'm just say that right there. I'm gonna just leave that out. Sprinkle it on y'all house. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was beautiful. I received that. That was such a word. Um, okay, so I have a few things I want to say. So since we're talking about, you know, obviously okay. So for those of you that don't know, the Nubian skin souffle um, that Esther was talking about is um, a product from my company, Lillian Bell, which means Call Me Beautiful in Creole. And baby girl. So yesterday I was just, you know, feeling creative. Something said, do a coffee scrub. I said, all right. And then I ended up doing a scrub, um, a body polish and a whip soap. And this morning, I was taking my, you know, my little self-care shower. And mm-hmm. I just, it's just, I was like, wow, you made this. And this, wow, this feels beautiful. This feels like oof, oof, luxury, baby, baby. <laughs> In my shower, I was like, damn, is everything I make like this? <laughs> like, I, this is how I want everyone to feel they use my product. Like, <laughs> Just feel that good about yourself just because you're washing yourself. Just because you're washing yourself, baby. It'll probably make a bunch of people take showers. No, for real, because we need to take showers. That is important. <laughs> but- the COVID is very real, y'all. And I don't think that you should be taking showers just because of the COVID, but it helps wash away all the di- all the days uh, worth of dirt that you may or may not have had on yourself prior. And if you need soap, you know, I make soap. <laughs> Shout out to baby girl, Helen Bell, you weird. But um Black on business. <laughs> period. Um, I wanted to say a few other self-care tips that are also free. An app that helped me when I first started meditating was an app called Headspace. And I know they have a trial period. There's also another app that I have on my phone. I don't I think it's like timer or something like that but it has a, med- a free meditation portion as well. So I say try out with the apps. Headspace is how I learn more about like, you know, oh, and it has these cute little caricatures that like explains. it's just so cute. But anyway, meditation, you can do um, walking meditation where you are focused on the sensation of your feet as you're walking and the sensation of the earth. 
as you're walking and you know just the sensation of your body in the movement um also um loving yourself that is free 99 girl to love and that is free zero zero okay free zero zero okay and it don't take nothing but to really do things like look at yourself in the mirror like let's practice this real fast let's practice this real fast because this one is the easiest one i could ever tell you <laughs> like look at yourself are you looking at you looking at her okay baby girl <laughs> look at them edges edges is looking kind of toasty so you want to start with things that you know you did to yourself to make yourself look beautiful like look at this look at this red sitting up on my face you know i, I did that look at that alana hun is that me okay okay you know now as you're as you're telling yourself these superficial things that you did to yourself that are not you you know what I mean? you go a little deeper like ooh. Damn, look at that toasty looking brown skin. Looking like a mm, chocolate bar, baby girl. Girl, Ooh. Ooh. girl why are you shining? Ooh, I'm shining on it. Is that me? Is that me shining? Oh, shit. Yo, look at these lips on me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> say it again, say it again. You know what I mean? Look at that neck. Look at that neck. Tara said. <laughs> Tyra said, make the long. Mm-hmm. Tyra did say, do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at my little zebra stripe, baby. Look at me. I'm just tattooed and I don't know it. Look at, look at this. Just look, look at these cheeks. Look at myself. Feel yourself. Touch yourself. I'm a strong believer in a woman masturbating, a man masturbating. I'm just gonna, I just threw it out there. I just, but if in all actuality, if you don't know yourself, how do you expect someone else to know yourself? Come on, baby. If you've never, ever, ever reached a climax in your life and you never actually achieved one on your own, how the hell do you expect to tell somebody else how the hell to make you come? I'm just saying. If you've never really loved yourself, how do you expect to tell someone how to love you? You are supposed to tell someone else how to love you. Granted, they're supposed to walk in automatically loving you politely, but polite love is someone else deciding what your love is. You are supposed to say, hey, baby, I might need me a hug every now and then. I might need to hear that I'm beautiful. You are supposed to tell someone that. How can you tell someone that if you don't know that for yourself? How can you bank your happiness on someone else when you can't bank your happiness on yourself? When I look at myself and when I feel my little sister, yo, Roberta gets on my fucking nerves. I'm gonna be 100% honest with you. When she hears it, she's gonna be like, okay. <laughs> but I have the habit of when I'm not in my makeup or if I didn't do anything to myself, I'd be like, oh my God, I look a mess. I look a mess of just talking shit about myself. And my little sister tells me all the time, no, 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 you know how beautiful you are. You know how, and I'd be like, because y'all know, y'all know what it's like when you, when you know you don't look that, you know? You know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what it is when you wake up in the morning and your edges ain't together yet and you just, you probably got some crust on your eyes. Is that, is that true? Damn, girl. 
Yo, when I do that, I be like, is that you, girl? You got a little crusties. Like, right in. <laughs> but, you know, I'm a different kind of motherfucker. So I understand that about myself. I am very critical of myself. But I'm also very critical of others as well. And that's something that I may have to work on. Right now, I've been fine with it in my life. I don't know. We'll see when we get to that bridge. But I'm very critical. I'm a very critical person. And I'm, so I'm very critical of myself. And I expect the best from myself as well as the people who I surround myself with. So sometimes that criticalness is detrimental to my self-confidence because I've held myself at this standard and I don't allow myself to just be. So I'm very critical of myself. And so a lot of times that ends up not being the best thing for my self-confidence. But what I can tell you is that sometimes you have to just stop, take a break, stare at yourself. Look at, if you can't look at yourself, why, why, why do you expect somebody else to look at you if you can't look at you? Look at yourself. Look at the things on your, admire the things that you love the most, then dig deeper into the things that you feel like you could change and then love it for being the way that it is. I was telling, um, who was I talking to? I don't remember who I was talking to recently, but they were saying something about themselves. And um, the same person has all also seen me just randomly kiss my shoulder just as a thanks. Thanks for, you know, all the work that you've done today. <laughs> but they were saying something about themselves Oh, I remember. It's a friend of mine who recently had a baby and she looks good. Like the baby's only like two months old. Like if that, I think she just turned two months. And so I was saying, you, I said, you better think that belly. You need to look in the mirror and be grateful for that belly. Look, I said, that belly literally was the home of your beautiful baby girl. That belly held down your baby girl for nine months. That belly helps you digest your food. That, that belly gives you intuition as to your gut feeling. Like, how do you feel about certain things? That belly helps you function. Those arms that you got, wow, they help you hold your daughter. Your hands, be thankful for those hands. You know what I'm saying? But I was just reminding her, like, baby, those feet, those feet that you're saying need to get done so bad, those feet hold you up straight every day. Those feet they help do. you get shit done. And they don't have to be beautiful while doing it. And also, y'all... You can do your own damn nails, okay? It helps just feel pretty. It doesn't feel like a salon, maybe. I don't know. For me, it does. Anything that I do to myself is a fucking salon. Yes. Oh, 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 what did you want? The, the lotion? Here you go. <laughs> oh, oh the, the lip gloss? Here you go. <laughs> do things to make yourself feel nice. Do things to make yourself feel pretty. Look at yourself. Yes. Touch yourself. Not even just sexually either, y'all. Because I think everybody thinks when somebody says touch yourself, they mean sexually. But mm -hmm. massage your hands. <laughs> massage your feet. Like feel your face. Feel the back of your neck. Rub your shoulders. Like these things are Wash all forms of self love. Your hair. Right. Just... Right. Massage your scalp. Run your fingers through it. When I had cut my hair a few years ago, it's like 19 or something. 
I cut my hair and um, I tried to do the Rihanna mushroom for a little while. That didn't really work. So then I singed it all off, Dark Caesar. For my New Yorkers, <laughs> Dark Caesar. But um, regardless, I learned about, I had my hair done before, like, you know, massaged or whatever by the beautician or whatever people do. But this guy had really liked me and I had a bald head and he had really liked me. So his energy was just very for, for me. And he had massaged my scalp and he'd be, girl, I'm sorry. I fell asleep. I fell asleep. I fell asleep with a big old smile on my face. I was like a cat. I was like a big ass cat. Just purr. <laughs> and a few other things I want to say are um, acts of love are getting rest. Your body lets you know when you are tired and honor yourself to, to know when you need to take a break. I'm someone that is constantly, it's like, it's like low-key hard for me to just sit down and be stagnant because I'm thinking of all the things that I could be doing, but my life path number is four, the worker. And so, you know, I guess it makes sense, but like, I have to be intentional of honoring myself when my body is saying, I need, like, we can take a break or we can push this to tomorrow. So make sure that as you're making this list of prioritizing yourself, that you're all, all of prioritizing other things that you're also making sure that you're prioritizing yourself and say, no, say no, learn to say no. And that is honoring yourself. One second. Let's practice it together. Rebecca, can I have no, Oh, um, can I, uh, have some money? I need $10. Nah. Oh, um, can I have a drink of your water? Oh, you're thirsty? Get your own. (laughs) (laughs) So now let's all form our lips together. To say it. No. Nah. Nuh uh. Hell no. We won't go. Uh. Even that in itself sounds like no. Uh. And then follow up the uh with. No, never say, I don't think so. Be sure of who the fuck you are. The answer is never really maybe. Just so people know, the answer is never really maybe. It's really, can we or can we not? Yes or no? There's not really a gray line between permissions. It's yes or no. I can, I can't. I can touch it, I cannot touch it. Stand on a line. Be the damn line. No. And then also say yes to self. Say yes to self. Prioritize you. There are so many people who, and I get it because we have kids, 
We got to work. We got to feed these hoes. We got to pay all these motherfucking bills, clean the house, make sure everything is okay. Blah, 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 blah. I don't care what you're doing. Trump is the damn president and the president has three minutes to tweet regularly every day. You ain't that busy. You ain't that busy. So you can damn sure take three minutes to say to yourself, sis, I've been working kind of hard today. Congratulations, ho. Three minutes. You can do that. And the time that it took you to walk your ass outside the door after you just yelled at these damn kids and then you got in this goddamn car because you got to go grocery shopping and go get dinner to goddamn together for these hoes that ain't did their homework. And I know it's summer school time, but nobody's doing shit and it's all types of shit going on. When you sat your ass in that car and you turned that car on, which you, when you was dealing with the stuff, getting the shit together, what you were supposed to do, <sighs> This is you at the steering wheel. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes, yes, yes. And also, honor where you are right now. There's like honor where you are in this present moment and have compassion for yourself. Having compassion for yourself will allow you to have compassion with, for others. And honoring where you are right now, be thankful that you weren't in the situation that you thought you'd ne- never get out of. Be thankful for how far you've come considering where you've been. And everything that is in this present moment is purposeful. It's for a divine reason, right? The people that you're meeting, this situation and even having us in quarantine, look how much it has shifted consciously and so make sure that you're honoring where you are and the journey that you're on because it's a journey for a reason it's not just from a to b for a reason right mm-hmm. and um live in the moment if you want to dance put some music on come on with it if you need a glass of wine that's okay too be patient with yourself. Be delicate with yourself. You are delicate. You are divine. And being delicate doesn't mean that you're weak. And call a friend. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. And I'm not saying to phone a friend to gossip. But if you need someone to talk to, if you need, you know, phone a friend. Hey, friend. Hey, sister girl. How you doing? Call me if you need someone to talk to. Call me. Satisfaction guarantee. Yeah, I'm on Instagram. <laughs> and um, I, this is just something I'm going to say again. Um, take a breath. Take a few breaths. Breathe. Be conscious. Be conscious of your breath. Your breath is so telling to how you're feeling. When you are out of breath, it's normally because there's some kind of panic or anxiety. Your breath is very telling. And so make sure that you are intentional of taking deep breaths and bringing yourself back to a place of calm and peace. Um, Because that's where we can get things done. Take your pulse, everyone. I'm a strong believer in taking my pulse. Sometimes you just have to put your hand over your heart you can feel the beating. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have to put your hand on your wrist. 
You can feel your pulse. When I speak of grounding myself, no matter what it is that I'm doing, no matter where it is that I'm at, no matter whatever, whatever, the one thing that I do know is that as long as I am standing here living on this fucking earth, this pulse will never stop beating. Right. I will forever feel this right here. Ground yourself by using yourself. That heartbeat, if you you hold on to your pulse long enough, you start to hear it. You center in so far in, you start to hear it within yourself. You can hear it. You can feel your heart beating. Yes. Feel your life. Like it, it's all a life form. You are a life form. There, are, there, there's an ecosystem within yourself. Feel that. Help it move along. And the way you do that is by remaining grounded. The tension, the stress, all of that is anchored to disease. Yes, we need to eat healthy. We need to work out. We need to do all these things. None of that matters if your mental capacity is shot. Yep. Or if if the 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 your tension, the stress, that level is high. None of that matters. None of the the none of the meat that you never ate helps. <laughs> none of the fucking, I don't know, walks that you took, the sits in the park looking at the goddamn sun. None of that helped if you were scared the whole damn time. Right. So be very intentional. Be very intentional. That was beautiful. All right. And so any last words, but Y'all take care of yourself, prioritize yourself, remember yourself because you are important. Okay. That's all I got. Y'all do your nails. <laughs> For the guys, uh, my, my boyfriend be feeling like a different person after he gets his little uh, clippy things going on, the barbershop going on. Learn how to do it. Get you some clippers. And do your own thing. Be in the mirror looking at yourself like, hey, yo, ain't no nigga. I don't know how y'all, I don't know what y'all say to y'all. But I know I be like, girl, <laughs> I'm about to uh, take out my self-care love today. I'm about to take out my hair. Actually, I'm about to go on my dreadlock transformation for real. But I'm not for real with it. So I'm about to take out my hair, put my foundation of my dreads in and then i'm gonna put yarn braids over that hoe because that's how i live my best life because it makes me happy do the things that make you happy even if they take a little bit of work because that sounds like a lot of work right but who's going to be the prettiest of them all (laughs) and that's all period (laughs) all i had to say Tuning in to Bale Bell. Love yourself. We love you. Take care of yourself. You are beautiful. You are divine. Give yourself a hug. I love that. Yes, baby girl. Feel that life force energy. And so we'll see you next time.